1: NBA fans, welcome back to another episode of Full Court Press. We're breaking down our fourth quarter awards, aka our end of the season awards. We've got a long list of categories lined up including the stuff we've been breaking down all year, MVP, rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, most improved player, coach of the year, general manager of the year, as well as our various all NBA teams. I'm your host Nick Smith and joining me as always is Jawan Carter. What's up, Jawan?
2: What's going on?
1: Uh nothing much man. Just excited to talk to these awards and the playoffs are Saturday afternoon. Uh just like super geeked man. Like just just can't wait to like get into it and to uh to, to get into the playoffs finally 'cause it's been a it's been a long haul of a season and we've covered it uh, ad nauseum. So uh but also here uh because it's the first show of the week. Joel He Jimenez. What's up, Joel? Hey What <laughs> you, you don't like my nickname for you? Is it is it not like is it not as good as JoJo Baggins? Is that the problem?
0: <laughs> oh god. I'll take He Man over Jo even I even though I hate He Man, I'll take it over JoJo
1: Baggins. Yeah, I mean it's basically like, who would you rather be? Would you rather be uh, Bilbo Baggins or would you rather be He-Man? I think I'll probably take He-Man. Like if if I had to pick between the two, take He-Man. It's almost, it's kind of like if you had to pick between Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell, like you would probably go with Ben Simmons, but you know who knows. Um,
0: (laughs) That's fine. And
1: also here, (laughs) uh, (laughs) nice transition, right? Um, Also Mm. here. Joining us uh, is Luke Owls, because it's our fourth quarter awards. And, of course, he had to uh, get on board for this. So we're going to be breaking it all down. What's up, Luke?
3: Hey, guys. Glad to be back. Glad to see everyone's fourth quarter awards and final awards and see what we agree and disagree on.
1: Indeed. Mm. I'm sure sure the banter will be very fun. Uh, So without further ado, let's get into it. First award the granddaddy of them all, most valuable player. Uh, if you don't have James Harden, go ahead and, and speak up or forever. Hold your peace.
2: <laughs> I do not have James Harden.
1: Ooh. Ooh he's he's staying, crazy. staying
2: with the darkest I like it. Mr. Hot Takes himself. Who you got, Juwan? I'm going with none it. other than LeBron James himself. Uh, I'm sorry. I I know Harden has been giving a uh, MVP caliber season, but to me, LeBron in his 15th season with a degree of difficulty. And we can say that the East is at least somewhat more competitive than i say the last few. Somewhat. Not completely, just somewhat more competitive. Yeah, it's still not Um, as
1: tough as the West, but it's it's more competitive this year than it has been in, in recent memory.
2: Right, and uh, we can for this also argument's
0: agree... sake, we'll say yes.
2: Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, we can also say LeBron's had to play with two separate teams this year. <laughs> Literally, two separate teams he's had to play with this year, and it, it seems like each team he has to to play with seems to be not not like horrible, but not what you'd want LeBron to be surrounded with. Um, so his degree of difficulty, excuse me, and the numbers that he's pulling again in his 15th season is remarkable. And I think again, because of the fact that Harden got passed over two years in a row and the fact that LeBron's won it numerous times before we just kind of dismiss the great season he's having, um, because we feel sorry for Harden, not that Harden doesn't deserve it, but. Honestly, it comes down to we wanted Harden to have it maybe a year or two ago, and since he didn't, this is his year. And to me, I don't think that that's fair to LeBron because LeBron is playing completely lights out, and the degree of difficulty is at an all-time high for LeBron uh, with, again, playing with two separate teams. So I do think LeBron not only has made his case for MVP, but I do believe that the MVP voting will be a lot uh, – it'll be a lot closer. If Harden does win it over LeBron, it'll be a lot closer than people think.
1: Interesting. Um, I guess we could just go around and, and kind of talk about why Juwan's wrong. Um, or <laughs> why, why? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that in a more polite manner um why no, no, James so. Harden would be our our picks. Uh we'll start with you um Joel. What, you know what's what's your retort to that.
0: Well, I don't think he's wrong. Um, cuz James Harden I mean James Harden. now LeBron James technically is the MVP every year. I mean, he's the best play, he's the best player in the league. I I think at least for me he is. Um so he's always yeah. going to be considered an MVP candidate. For me, uh, logically, he usually will be. And his numbers show it, and his, his teams, even though they've struggled, they, they've they've shown that they can still compete. Um, so uh, just for that fact, every year you can pick LeBron James, every single year. Um, but you don't because, you know, it's just, that's kind of unfair.
1: So James It's the Carson same reason MJ, MJ didn't win it every year, right?
0: Ex- exactly. It's exactly the reason. MJ was the, the man. They'll hold that whole decade and a half. <laughs> so you could, but you couldn't give it to him every year. That's fucking boring. Um, right. James Harden has earned it, deserves it, and has been an MVP caliber to, uh, uh, player for the last two, or three years, four years possibly. But
1: yeah, probably four. He yeah, not got four.
0: And it's like, yeah. you're talking about is it fair? No, but he, his team has the best record in the league. I mean, what else does the man got to do? He's not LeBron James. He'll never be LeBron James. He's James Harden. The man is right there, so I'm just going to give it to him just for that fact. You're not wrong. LeBron James always deserves MVP because he technically is MVP of the league every fucking year because he's the best player in the league. But because of that, I'm going to go with James Harden, who deserves it. Even if it's second most, he's the man this year, and I think he's earned it again this year.
1: Well, and the Rockets currently have 14 games in the win column on Cleveland. Right Um, Now, I know – I know, you know, right. we, we can all bring up Russell Westbrook last season, but that was such an anomaly. I think we're all in recognition that that was because he was the first person to average a triple-double since Oscar Robertson. Um, exactly. Like, that, that, was a, that was a statistical anomaly season for somebody to get an MVP like that. Um, it doesn't usually work that way. Usually it's the best player on one of the best two, maybe three teams in the league um, and usually it's the best player on the best team in the league. Like, you, I don't know. I, 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 I'm hesitant to put a number on it, but I, I would be willing to say like more than half the time it's, that's the case. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think Arden's just, I mean, he's earned it. He's, he's leading the league and in, in points. So he's, he's this year's scoring champion. Um, yeah. he is, you know, by, by all means up to his game to a, Point where I didn't think he could last season. Um, right, LeBron James. It's like, and, and I get it. We take him for granted, but it's like what he what he's able to do doesn't surprise me anymore. I had him as the MVP up until January, and just like I, as much as it it, it, it pains me to say, I can't I can't give it to you when you had such a bad January, and Harden just has never had like he got hurt for like 10 games or something like that. I don't even think it was 10 games. Um, But he's just never had a slump all season. He's never had a slump. He's just been dominant all season, um, and his team by far has a better record. Uh, And, you know, if we're going to be playing the, you know, the game of, well, you know, records shouldn't really matter, I'd probably even go Anthony Davis, Honestly.
3: Um oh, hell over, yeah.
1: over over hell LeBron. There. Like, yeah, I mean he's just, my new favorite player numbers, right there. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean his numbers have been better. <laughs> like overall, his efficiency has been better. His defense has been outstanding this year. Um yeah. he leads the league in blocks. Uh he's mm-hmm. he's up there in steals. I mean, he's one of the top guys in steals. Um for, for a big rather. Um and he's just been he's been fantastic. Um but and he and I think there's there's something to be said about he's he's closed out the season uh, when we you know didn't give didn't give the Pelicans any sort of chance uh, you know after mm-hmm. after uh, Cousins went out. Uh, but anyway, Cousins, Luke, yeah. your your thoughts on your MVP? I mean, it,
3: it's harded all day. I mean, I just uh, don't get me wrong. I told my buddy at the beginning of the year this could be LeBron year just because LeBron. Whenever he can choose to do it, he can do it. He's having a phenomenal year. But what yeah. James Harden is just doing is just ridiculous. I mean, the whole team is just playing really good. I mean, their only team right now, I mean, Toronto could get to 60 wins, but they're only team at 60 wins, I mean, one versus six. I mean, you're looking at most valuable player. You take Harden off that team, they are not a one seed, and not a one seed by five and a half games So over the whole league. So there's a lot to say, and Harden just doing – Like you said, he's leading the league in scoring. He's up there in assists, so he just means a lot. He's third in assists. So LeBron is, don't get me wrong, right there, and I like your Anthony Davis put too because Anthony Davis means a lot, especially after Boogie Cousins went down. You saw exactly how much he meant for that team and how much he stepped it up. But I'm sick of this notion that we have to give it to James Harden because it's just like winning it and he's just that. And I, I think you guys used one time the Leonardo DiCaprio's Scenario where it's like you just have to give it to him and him just like after, but this isn't it. James Harden isn't just having an average season where it's just like, okay, you know, he's gotten second so many times. No, he proved his point that he is the best player this year by far. I mean, his team showed it. What else can you say? I mean, what else does he have to do for a body of work for a whole season? LeBron, yeah, don't get me wrong, he's having a great season for how old he is and all that and doing a lot of things for. A half decent team, but like you said, he had a miserable January, and just the whole Rockets and James Harden is just too much for me just to even vote against or look away from.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, right. and and that's 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 kind of what you know what I would echo as well. I mean, he's just leading in points, like you said, he's third in assists, from just behind LeBron, mind you. Um, LeBron is third in points. Anthony Davis is second. Um, and and just one more thing I would add to that. Um, I know a lot of, a lot of um, things get uh, kind of turned around about how, um, obviously, LeBron has had to battle more um, continuity problems this season. Uh, that's undeniable, and that is, that is where I would give him the edge. Um, but it's not, you know, let's, let's not act, though, like, you know, uh, James Harden is a dude on a super team. Um, they have one other all star on their team and a bunch of really good role players. Um, you know, I mean, Cleveland's pretty much the same thing. Kevin loves an all star granted, Kevin loves missed time, but so is Chris Paul. Um, I think I'm, mm-hmm. I'm almost positive Kevin Love has missed more time. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, you know that's kind of been been you know a lot something that's gone as to you know why LeBron deserves it that I think is overshadowed uh a little bit in the sense that like it's not like Harden is is on on the Warriors you know like he's he's got one other all-star he had to he had to you know figure out how to make it work with another ball dominant point guard um somebody who's yeah. basically the same kind of player that he is they they figured it out they've made it work mm-hmm. uh Dan done a great job you know uh yeah. making that team run the way it needs to um, and I guess my, impossible, is, and I think, right, Nick? dude, well, I was just about to say, like, <laughs> I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm so sh- stringent about Harden is I didn't think they were going to be able to pull this off. Not on, not at this level. I didn't, I, di- I didn't necessarily think that they were going to be like a bad team. I think I had them third, second or third. I think I had them second. Um, and then, okay. third, um, going into the season, <laughs> But like I didn't think I didn't think they were going to be first, and I certainly didn't think they were going to have the best record in the in the NBA. Um, right. it, 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 it just It's remarkable, and this is the best season the Rockets have ever had, the best regular season the Rockets have ever had. <laughs> um, but before we move right. on, Juwan, did you have any um, any kind of retorts um, as to anything that we've just uh, ranted about?
2: I mean, I did, but <laughs> it's it, 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 I guess the same thing. I mean. James Harden's having the same kind of season he had last year and the year before that, uh, when I believe Curry got it, Westbrook got it, and now I again, me saying we're giving it to him because you know he's been overlooked way too much, and the analogy of Leonardo DiCaprio I use because I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio is given an Oscar worthy uh, performance with like the last five or six movies he's had that he should have or could have won an Oscar for. I feel like the last three years, that's hardened. So the fact that Curry took one from him, Westbrook took one from him, we can't ignore that the one of the ingredients to why we want him to have it is because we keep passing over him. Um, and, uh, but he does, you, I, I, I I, I right. he does deserve it. I don't disagree with you, I said that. I said that before. He does deserve it. I'm not taking anything from him. I mean, this season, to me, is very uh, – it reminds me of the season where Nash got it over Kobe. So where you look at it and you go, all right, well, Kobe is clearly the best player. (laughs) Nash just had the the better team, he had the better Mm -hmm. record, and he was just really good um, uh, those two seasons. But when you look back at it, you go, how did we not give Kobe the MVP that year? And I feel like when (laughs) we look back, we're not going to regret it. But some (laughs) people are going to go, man, LeBron put up, crazy numbers in his 15th season. And we gave, and again, it's not to take anything away from Harden. It's just, I look at LeBron and I go, this is just one of those seasons that you kind of have to look back and go, man, I don't know if anyone else in their 15th season is putting up numbers in productivity like LeBron has. Nobody. Um, Nobody. But, again, it's not to take anything from Harden. No. I love Harden. Nobody. Uh, I'm a huge fan of his um, but it just reminds me of that Nash Kobe uh, argument that yeah. seems like it always comes up around uh, MVP season when there's a tight race. Same coach. People go, well, Same you coach. You have a guy, exactly. You have a guy with the numbers and the team success, and then you have a guy who just is just dominating so yeah. much, like Kobe and LeBron. I really like were. that so <laughs> right. That That's the way I look at it. But like I said, again. Uh, congrats to Harden. He's definitely going to win it, um, but I, I definitely will always think LeBron should be the one that wins it this year. Hmm. Interesting. Um, hey, but I got one well, thing hey, real
3: quick if you don't
1: mind me asking. Sure. Way to die on that hill, though, Jawan. Go ahead, Luke.
3: <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> taking all things away, 15 seasons, you can't hold that against LeBron. I mean, against Harden, you know, yeah. we don't have, I, I can't tell off the top of my head how many seasons he has, but right now, I think it's how long they played in the league, age away, who is having the better season for their team and playing right now? And you're going to say, LeBron, taking all that away, you have to choose one of the two. Who's having the better season?
2: Who's having the better season? I'd I'd go LeBron the same way last year. I thought Harden had a better season than Westbrook. I just thought Westbrook stuffed the stats so much that it was just like, well, this is something that no one's ever done, so we're going to gift it to him. But to me, I thought Harden had a, had a better season than Westbrook uh, all, all the way around uh, last year. So that's why I said he got robbed last year. So we kind of feel like it's, it's our duty to make sure that he gets it this year. But he does deserve it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if I'm taking everything away, again, the degree of difficulty for LeBron, having to play with two separate teams this year. And all that venom that was going on behind the scenes. It, it, it's a lot for someone in their 15th season to deal with. And on top of that, almost average a triple-double uh, over the course of the season. So, I mean, to me, it, it's LeBron. But I completely respect you guys yeah. in uh, picking Harden.
1: You know what? He, he should have done what I said he was going to do at the <laughs> beginning of the year and gone ahead and average a triple-double and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Um, uh, but, Luke, real quick, uh, just finish this out, man.
3: I oh, know. I agree. I just want to see if the whole age thing would get you. I mean, if that's what you were sticking for. But I mean, don't get me wrong. LeBron had a, a phenomenal year. He's had to deal with a lot and all that. But I just, I'm not going to hold that against Harden. I'm sorry that he's in a good situation right now, and the Rockets are clicking. They understand Mike Danatoni's system, which not a lot of teams, I mean, recently have. So that's good. I'm just, I just, I think Harden all around is just he's having a phenomenal season, and he could. I mean, he could put put up more numbers. I mean, if he wanted to be close to the triple double, I think what he does is contend, he just he's having just the best the best season for any player right now. With LeBron being right there and AD sniffing just right there on the cusp.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's move on. Rookie of the Year, the most hotly debated topic on this show, um, I imagine. Um, I will, I will defer to uh, Joan and Luke. Would you all like me to go first, or would you all like to go first to present your case for Rookie of the Year?
3: Doesn't matter to me. I can go first, or if you guys want to go. Yeah, you can go
1: Juwan. ahead. Luke. Okay. Yeah, Luke can go Luke,
4: ahead.
3: Go. All right, so I'm just going to send out a quote today. Or not a really quote. It's kind of a definition, but someone wore it. So, rookie is a noun. It's an athlete playing his or her first season as a member of a professional sports team. And your boy yep. Mitchell wore that tonight. But for my choice, loving the death, I'm going Ben Simmons all the way. I changed my <laughs> mind, I think. <laughs> I changed my mind. I don't get me wrong, what Donovan's <laughs> done is ridiculous, and he does have that. You know, first year kind of thing. But still, this is Ben Simmons technically, even though he was sat a year, first year, Blake Griffin's won it the same kind of way, so it's not like it hasn't happened before. But what Ben Simmons is just doing is just ridiculous. I mean, you can just go into just all the records that he's in and all that. I just want to point out a crazy stat is leading the fourth in the league in assists is Ben Simmons, is Ben Simmons right now. As a rookie, I mean, six, yeah. 10. fourth in the league. That's <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fourth. ridiculous. I mean, he's it's crazy. how tall? Six ten. As a rookie, yeah. you shouldn't be doing I that. Think, I mean, even I think he's the smallest, even 6'10". like ten. Yeah, I think he's six eleven. I think he grew he, he,
1: a little bit, but I, I yeah, <laughs> he's fucking huge, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, no,
3: I, I mean, mean the clubs big. that he's in is just ridiculous. You can't you can't hold against him now. I do think. With him having Joel Embiid, it's, uh, Donovan Mitchell's like what he means to Utah means a little bit more because, you know, Rudy Gobert's more of a defensive mind, so Donovan's had to put a lot more pressure. Right. Utah wouldn't yep. be there right there, but then again, Sixers are the third-seeded team. Yeah, you have Joel Embiid, but look at he's been gone. Everyone was all scared. Oh, no, what are the Sixers going to do? Oh, no, the Sixers are just on a 13-game winning streak, and we said this. They're putting Ben Simmons at center. To have folks come out sometimes, so he's playing yeah. different positions. He's doing it all for his team. He's in this club where I think he's him, Magic Johnson and uh, Jane, uh, Jason Kidd. Only rookies to score 11. I mean, 1,000 points, 500 rebounds, 500 assists in the rookie year. I think. I know it's Magic. I think uh, it's Jason Kidd. No, someone Oscar else. It's, it's just three
1: people. Oscar Robertson. Okay, the and yeah. now he has no, 1,200 points, 600 assists, 600 rebounds. He's the only rookie to do that, other than Oscar Robertson. Uh, yeah, that was see, my that was my ridiculous. pocket stat. But let's let's get Jawan on here because I want him to throw some Donovan Mitchell stuff at us. Um, tell tell us why you got your boy D Mitch out in Utah, Jawan.
2: Um, well, uh, let me say two things. One, I completely agree with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I I hate the idea of rookie of the year is supposed to be your rookie year. And I believe a lot of these guys get the, the back door of why well, I didn't play not your in my rookie, rookie year. It's not your rookie contract go ahead, go ahead. year.
1: It's your rookie year of when you actually go out on the court and play. That's the way the rules
2: are. I, I get it. I get it. But to me, okay. it's just one of those things where it was like you were drafted last year. I was drafted this year. So, technically, I'm this year's rookie class. Which you know I, you know what I'm saying
1: I, 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 I do agree that it from. gives you an advantage but
2: given yeah. what the I rules mean it
1: does. state oh yeah it's undeniable but given what the rules state as far as how the voting process is set up like we don't get to determine the voting process we just have to so I mean if you want to retroactively determine the voting process and use that as a reason to vote for Donovan Mitchell um, I guess well, you're well within your right no. to do that but like I just don't agree with it.
2: No, I'm not using that as as, as uh, a reason to to back Donovan. I'm just saying uh, from what Luke was was uh, presented, I was saying I, I understand where he's coming from. I get it. I, I always thought that was just like really weird to me. Um, but no, I'm actually as much as it pains me, I, I'm not going to go with Donovan Mitchell. As much as I will for always, I will forever think that he is without a doubt the rookie of the year. Uh, oh, ben Simmons showed me something, right in now. that. He showed me something in that Cavalier game. Um, ben Ben showed me that he is ready to not only become. First of all, I need Ben to stop allowing LeBron to call him the prince. Stop! Stop! Stop doing that. You're supposed he's to be a fresh going prince. after the Get crown. It right. No, he's supposed to be going after the crown. No, so print don't print let LeBron, No, don't let LeBron retire and then give you the crown. No, go take it. Go take it from him. Don't let stop yeah, letting him call gonna you join them LeBron, next year. No, LeBron. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that, that <laughs> true. Um, but no, seriously, Ben definitely showed me something in that Cavaliers game. He showed me that uh, what I thought would take him longer to become the guy because it's going to be a lot harder for him to be the guy when you're playing with the guy <laughs> in in Embiid. Um, I thought Donovan Mitchell had that breakout. Uh, has had a breakout year to where he can become the guy, uh, not only for Utah, but a standout guy going forward. But then, again, that Cavaliers game, man, he was not going to let those Sixers lose that game. Uh, And just to stretch uh, the winning streak that they were on uh, with Embiid out was was him showing you, like, listen, I, I I can carry this team also. It's not just Embiid. Um and then just statistically I think he's just having a great season. I compare this race to how close I think the Harden and James in uh in LeBron James race is. So it's, it's, I think it's literally that close between those two guys. Yeah. Um Sixers are the third seed. No one thought that they would be um so that's huge credit to Embiid and, and, and Simmons, but Donovan Mitchell getting those guys in the playoffs at all. Um with Rudy was out uh here and there. We all can agree that that team's not the best. <laughs> I, I, I would say Sixers have a better team than Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah playing in the West and being able to even be in, in the playoffs at all. Um, you could say it's huge wow, on playoffs. Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> well, okay, i uh, you, you did have them in the playoffs, Joel. Uh, but I will say this. You had them in the playoffs, but you didn't think the reason they'd be in it would be because of Donovan Mitchell. Not at all. And okay. he had him at eight, um, <laughs>
0: right?
4: Um, so, but I gave no, the thanks.
0: Jazz more credit than uh, a lot of people <laughs> as a team. Oh, you yeah, did. absolutely,
2: did I, I had him at nine, think, by the
1: way? So, I think you, yeah,
2: Joel. I think, I think you and Jazz fans were the only ones that were like, "Yeah, they're, def- <laughs> they're probably definitely going to make it." Well, um, like just, me just and the Patriots to, fans, exactly. Yeah, just to man. wrap everything up, um, Ben Simmons kind of separated himself just a little bit from Donovan Mitchell with this this stretch that he went on. Uh, and I can't just ignore that stretch where he was just playing out of his mind. That game against LeBron where I think he had like almost, what do he have, like 30-something, like 12 assists, 16 rebounds. The guy was just out, 20 out he of his mind. 20. Yeah, I was going to tell he had
1: 30, yeah.
2: He was just he was just out yeah, of his man. mind. I mean, under the leg pass, the Reddick for that three was just insane. Ben Simmons is a is a walking highlight reel. Uh and I think he has potential to be better than Magic. Um so yeah. I think you, have to, you have whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. He's I a walking highlight. Potential.
2: Jesus Christ. I said Christ. potential.
1: I know, dude. What the fuck happened? Jeez. I was ready to go into this goddamn debate and have both of y'all pick Donovan Mitchell again. And then me just fucking annihilate you, and now I got a reigning Juwan saying fucking Ben Simmons is going to be better or has the potential to be better than, than Magic uh, Johnson.
0: And, like, ah, I'm, do you
1: want me to go with
2: Donovan Mitchell? Because I mean, I, 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 I no, make I just face, wanted I you to want to go
1: with Donovan Mitchell. Like, damn. Well, <laughs> um, tell Ben to stop playing so great. I mean, what do you want from me? No, I you know I yeah, mean you man. made the right you made the right choice. Like I it, like here's the thing. Um, I, I love Donovan Mitchell I picked him up in fantasy earlier this year as you all both know um, uh, and and Luke you were now preview to um, and he he tried to single handedly save my like frustratingly disappointed injury ridden season um, I still finished uh, one spot outside the playoffs so he didn't but he didn't try it his hardest um, and he's been playing phenomenal um, and i, I The guy is terrific. Um, He's by far, like, the best um, player out of last year's draft. Um, That is undeniable. Uh, However, it's – the way it's set up is rookie of the year, and this is technically Ben Simmons' rookie season, Um, and and Ben Simmons has just had a better season. He has – a better field goal percentage. Uh, he uh, has way more assists. He's, as Luke said, he's fourth in the league in assists. He has more steals. He's eighth in steals. He's top ten in steals per game. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, is uh, 18th in rebounds. He is the number, uh, number two in guards with rebounds, only behind Russell Westbrook. Um, he, the, all, the only thing there's three categories that Donovan Mitchell has him in and that's three point percentage. That's free throw percentage and that's turnovers. That's it. Everything else favors Ben Simmons. Every other statistical category favors Ben Simmons. Uh, And like Luke, Luke was bringing up earlier, uh, 1200 points, 600 boards, 600 assists. Only player to do that since Oscar Robertson. Uh, and also just one other little stat. He, uh, Out of any players uh, with uh, 10 points, five boards, and five assists this year, uh, the amount of games, he's third on that list, too, behind only LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. The guy is fucking insane. He is undoubtedly the rookie of the year. I love Donovan Mitchell. If they can finish tied, like, fine, it would be a a fucking shame if Donovan Mitchell won it over Ben Simmons. Uh, Joel you know. Uh,
0: Let's see. Where do I start? I agree. I agree. And guess what? I also agree. Um, (laughs) Everything that has been stated uh, regarding Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell, I think this race reminds me a lot more uh, closer to the Grant Hill Jason Kidd year in 95. Uh, So, I'm going to say uh, I think there's a potential that this could come down to two, and become a, a co rookie of the year thing. I hope that's the case. They both deserve it, especially with Donovan being the true rookie, and Ben being more of an off rookie year, uh, second second year wannabe rookie, red shirt but rookie still year. A rookie nonetheless. Redshirt rookie year, uh, but Ben is fucking a beast. I mean, he was uh, a lot of us were calling for him to be the rookie of the year in, in the beginning of the year. And I'm glad he's lived up to that because that's just not easy yep. to do right off the bat. Uh, not every rookie year, he, it, uh, like he's the, ridden the best that guy. dark
1: horse. He's ridden that dark horse right until like the third quarter of the season. Um, and I, like, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wonder too, like, if Embiid doesn't go down, like, did it help? Did it help Simmons lock lock it up that Embiid went down? Because I don't know if. I, like I don't think I'm not sure if Jawan and Luke make that pivot unless they see Simmons be able to operate the team without indeed. Do you think other people are gonna maybe see that pivot or, or feel that same way um, and and start to gravitate back to Simmons, even though they were so pleasantly surprised throughout the whole you know pretty much from the second quarter of the season onward by Donovan Mitchell.
0: I think uh, what happens there is um, I think him I think Embiid going down and Ben showing that he could still carry the team without him uh, has helped a lot because a lot of us were like uh, were, we're actually like oh shit Embiid's going down will the be able to maintain and they sh- they right. sure have uh, and it's like I have them high- I mean I like this this duo so much that um, wait for my in- all NBA teams. <laughs> you might see them again. <laughs> All right. All of, yeah. All right. <laughs>
1: yeah, even Matthew, I like it. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, I, like I, think, yeah. I like the tease. I like the tease. Go ahead, Juwan. Hey, I got something. Go ahead, Luke. Go ahead. All right, Juwan. Okay, Luke, then Juwan, and then we'll wrap it up.
3: I'll just make this quick. I just got something quick on the notion of the Redshirt. This is what kind of made me think. Would you hold it against someone that was a draft and stash pick? that they get drafted right. and they stash and then through two years later, they come back. Cause right. joking, the jokester almost won it his rookie year, but it came in late cause they called yeah. him up later on. But can you hold that? Like that's yeah, why yeah. I started to go against He's Ben gonna... Simmons and, and stop like using that notion against him. Well, listen is his first year because a drafting stash, you can't hold that against them that, you know, you could have been drafted three years right. ago and then now you're coming in back I'm... three years later.
1: I'm
2: really yeah. glad
1: you brought that up too, because I think there's a lot of arbitrary things that we hold against people for whatever reason. Um, like uh, for some of my later picks, I had this kind of arbitrary notion in my head that, you know, I, I like people needed to play like at least seventy percent of the of the games for me to put them, you know, in the All NBA or or um, in these awards conversations, um, and I just I don't I don't. Like I had to come back on that. I had to slow my role on that because it's like, you know, you you can't tell me that through fifty one games, Steph Curry didn't Steph Curry didn't make an impact on the game enough for you to see like where you would have him. You know what I mean? So you know, it's it's kind of little things like that. Like I I do think you're right. There are a lot of little arbitrary things like that that are. Um, interesting in, in how people uh, cast their votes and make decisions the way they do. Uh, but, Juwan, uh, real quick, wrap us up.
2: Uh, no, I was just going to say uh, <clears throat> another reason a, a lot of people would uh, kind of not lean more towards uh, Donovan but kind of like really look harder at it is Ben Simmons, we knew people were saying he, he could potentially be like LeBron. He had LeBron-like talent. Right. Um yeah. even before he the, played a game. In, right, even before he played a single game, no one, and I mean no one outside of Donovan Mitchell himself thought that he could do uh thought that he would be uh as, as good as he is. Uh I in don't leading know, man. that team to the playoffs. I will Go ahead, I'm I sorry, will man.
1: say this. I will say this. You know, do you know the highest uh ranked team in the draft last year that tried him out? No. The Knicks. Some scout some on the Knicks was like, we need to get this guy in the gym and, like, see what he can do. And, of course, they ended up going with Frank Nilekina. Hind Hindsight being what it is, that was not the right decision. I don't fault him yeah. for it because I thought yeah. the same thing at the time. Uh, granted, not not preview with not, as much information, but I guarantee you there is a scout on the Knicks. Who's like, God damn it!
2: Like, I knew it.
1: I, I, and, I, um, I, w-
2: yeah. I will say this. I will say this. Donovan's lucky because New York has a way of ruining uh, <laughs> their talent.
1: <laughs> so,
2: well, I so will I say he, this: he, he you're made... not
1: getting. I don't think you're getting nearly as much out of Neil Aquina as you should be. I w- I will agree with you there. Right. I think I think you're you're definitely lacking in development. Um for, for y'all's sake, I, I hope you fire Hornacek and bring in somebody who's much better at developing uh, younger players because um, most, most, guys, most guys aren't going to be like KP and just be able to do it on their own. Um, anyway, guys, let's move on. Defensive player of the year. This has been one of the hardest ones for us all season, um, but l- l- let me not belabor the point. Let's just throw it around. Luke, who is your defensive player of the year?
3: So, it's been tough, but I think he proved himself when he came back and showed what he did, but I'm going with Rudy Gobert. He has Mm -hmm. taken that Jazz team to a whole new defensive level. I think they're only behind the Celtics in defensive efficiency just by, like, .4, I want to say. I Yeah. When he came back from the injury and he's fully healthy, you just see how much he means to that team and just everything he's just doing defensive-wise. Anthony Davis, I could put, it like, close right up there second, I think, too. Yeah. He's kind of competing. But it's just I think you really noticed it when he came back from his injury and just what the Jazz has done. It's almost like, you know, like a post-All-Star break, you know, when your team goes on the run. It was like a post-Rudy Gobert break where the defense just everything about. They just look really good as a defensive team. That's why when I think, Juwan, you said earlier that the Sixers would beat the Jazz in the playoffs, I think they would, but the Jazz are a really good defensive team, and Sixers are too, actually, but I think they give them a good run for their money. I just think offensively they don't have that that point go-getter that the Sixers would edge them on, but I think, you know, they're good defensively, and just Rudy Gobert is my choice for defensive player of the year.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and jump in, and just just to kind of back up with you, because I agree with you, um, which is another thing, like, I I, – I really had to like I had to break it down and be like I cannot hold it against this guy that he's played, you know, uh 60 he's going to have played like 67% of of uh, you know, games this year for that team versus some arbitrary number at, that I had just come up with out of nowhere which was 70 when I started making all these lists. Um but yeah, no, I mean I agree with you. They're they're the best defense in the league since All Star break since he returned. You're right. They're second uh, in in def- defensive rating, just behind Boston. Uh, they are also second in um, uh, second chance points, just behind Charlotte, strangely enough, it's, which is really weird. Um, but they're second in in uh, uh, second chance points, um, and they are second uh, in points in the paint. Um, allowed so I mean given like all of that like they are just they're a really solid defensive team uh, and I can only imagine what those numbers were if, if Gobert they're, they're first in all those numbers if Gobert doesn't miss as many games as he missed that's, that's, that's so like evidently clear from seeing how great this team has been defensively since his return um, now his stats are not his stats are not like they don't blow you away strangely enough. His defensive rebounds are, are quality, but not great. Um, his blocks and his steals, same kind of way. Um, but I think it, if you watch those Jazz games, you you see enough in watching those games. Just like Katie said, you got to watch the games, blog boys. You can't just look at stats. Um, and so... You know, I uh, I agree with you. I think Rudy Gobert, his presence has really been felt since coming back. I agree with you. I think Anthony Davis deserves some credit. He Le- leads the league in blocks. Um, he's, he's way up there in steals. A uh, ton of defensive rebounds per game. Um, he, he's been terrific. But if you look at New Orleans' defense, it has not translated into defensive efficiency for that team. Uh, it just hasn't. In fact, interestingly enough, the team that has, by far, the worst uh, um, rating in second-chance points is New Orleans. Second to Golden State. Those two teams have the worst second-chance opponents' second-chance points in the NBA, which I found very, very interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like him a lot. I, I, Joel Embiid is my personal 2nd because he's he's just had a really good season, uh, and and their team, like you said, uh, Luke, has been really good. They're third in defensive rating, they're first in offensive uh, points allowed in the paint, uh, but they are 13th in second chance points, and I think that's a big thing uh, to look at if you are a uh, defensive player of the year candidate who is playing the five. Uh, so, uh, also, I think Joel Embiid um, he's, he has he has more help than Rudy Gobert does. Um, I like Ricky Rubio. He's a scrappy guy. He's a solid defender, but he's no Ben Simmons on the defensive end. But just because of Simmons' sure size, uh, Robert Covington is a damn good defender. Uh, so he, Embiid's got a little more help. Gobert pretty much does it on his own and has still excelled um, and brought this team, you know, uh, elevated this team to be the best defensive team in the league since the All-Star break. So, yep, I'm right there with you. Jawan. who you got?
2: Uh, I'm actually going to have to agree with you guys because uh, I'm going to guess quite like Joel. I still couldn't make up my mind. So, Rudy Gorbert <laughs> is uh, is a really good choice to go with. Um, guys, just like bet- between him and Bede and I feel like Draymond, I feel like they're just like the definition of defensive player of the year. Like it could be between those three for like the next four or five years. Rudy to me is one of those guys that you always have to think twice about uh, when you come around that lane. So, uh, in all the sets that you guys just gave to what uh, what Rudy has done, I I definitely have to side with you guys and go with Rudy.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I I hear you. Joel. Hmm.
0: All right, so this one took me a while because I had no idea who I should choose. and I've been like running around and like picking different people throughout the year, and it's like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So it came down to, funny enough, Rudy, Go- Rudy Gobert was my choice in the beginning of the year, um, and that's very much a, ca- a person that could could do it again, and um, I I wouldn't argue it because obviously you guys have made a very good point that he he definitely deserves it if he wins it. I'm not gonna argue that, but I will say. With all the points you brought up, that's one of the reasons I think I may have Anthony Davis just ahead slightly. Yeah. Because he is working with less talent and has to do a lot more on offense and defense and still does a hell of a job on defense. And yeah. Lot, don't get me wrong. The Jazz are, are a good defensive team. They have good, def, like, they're even their starting five. You can say they're all decent defenders. I mean, you can't, I mean, you know, at least that part. Uh, yeah. yeah. Joe's not bad. He's long. He's long, and he's he move. You know, he doesn't move very well,
1: but he's, he's, he's long, long? <laughs> and he, 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 he oh, works. I don't think he's that long. Not for a small forward. For a shooting guard, not for a small forward. He's 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 white. He's Six slow. Nine. He is slow, but he's long.
0: <laughs> he works though. You know, uh, he's, a, he's one of those yeah. working
1: guys. They they run a better um, team defense, that's for sure. And like Davis's stats have been insanely good on defense this year.
0: Right. And this guy, what's his name? Um what's the coach of the Pelicans? Uh uh tip my tongue. Drew Holiday? Uh no. No, oh, oh my god. The the coach no the,
4: um, oh, the, Alvin,
0: coach oh, the Pelicans. Alvin Gentry. Alvin, Alvin Gentry, Alvin. yeah. Alvin Gentry is not exactly known for his defense. <laughs> so it's like right. that's another thing. So you have the players that are not there, they're not exactly equal to him. Uh he's been all over the place. He got a Mecca Ogle for a fucking center who's been like MIA for like 10 years and now he's back. So it's like, I got to give him credit. I'm just going to give him a slight edge over Rudy Gobert, but I have no, I wouldn't hear no peep from me if he wins it because he was my original choice. <laughs> just start there. Hey,
1: I, I, I dig it. I dig you sticking with your choice because I can start – like, if, if Anthony Davis won it, I would have no qualms. And, like, one of the big reasons, too, like, I, You know, I said I wasn't going to let, like, I, I I, do take into account the amount of games played. I just try not to let it, like, determine who I pick. Like, right. I want it to be a factor and not be the factor. Um, but, I mean, right. if you look at it, like, we always talk about Anthony Davis being, like, this guy who doesn't play. He's played, like, 71 games this year. Like, I, I off the top of my head, I, I don't know the, the, the exact count. But I think he'll have played right. all but ten games this season, Gobert missed about thirty or ish, maybe a little less. I think a little less. Um but you know, that's something to take into account too. And you know, like we you know, we've said Anthony Davis leads the league in blocks. Uh by a large margin, no less. Um I, I, I right. wanna say it was like by like point seven or something like that, blocks per game he leads he leads the league in blocks. Um so yeah, like I I could get behind that. I could get behind a B2. Like like we've said all year, it's a wide open race. Um I think either one of those three guys could win it. I wouldn't give it to Draymond this year. Um his numbers just have not been phenomenal. Uh like nothing stood out about Golden State as a team defensively this year. They've been very middle of the pack. Um mm-hmm. so uh and his numbers just haven't really stood out to me. Um so I mean I I would think he's kind of off in that next tier. Um, with, like, Paul George and, and, you know, a couple other guys. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, I I, I feel you. Anthony Davis definitely props, you know, on just elevating your defense, brother. Um, All right, let's move on. Most improved player, uh, Oladipo, 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 and let me guess, Oladipo. (laughs) So, Joel, tell everybody why Oladipo is the most improved player.
0: Uh, Well, honestly, it's because who the fuck saw that coming? I didn't see that coming, <laughs> especially after last year. Um, like, I know he was good. I liked him. I liked him coming out of college. And like, I like – because he's, like, athletic and he, he defends. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, he, he uh, he's just – he does a lot of things you want your player to do. He's a little short in that, in that regard he's, I think, what, 6'4", or something like that. Uh, 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", yeah. Six
1: four six five.
0: Um. But he kind of had a slumpy year in Oklahoma City. It didn't work out exactly like he expected or any of us expected. Like, I thought that was a pretty good year right. at first. And then it just didn't work out. And it was going to Indiana, a place where I felt was like, what the fuck? Like, I had no idea what they were trying to do in Indiana, honestly. Uh, they were just, like, putting things together, and it worked out. Um, I didn't think they were going to be terrible, but I definitely didn't think they would make the – I thought they'd struggle to make the playoffs. That's what I thought. Um because to me I didn't know what identity they had after they lost Paul George. But they, right. they, they got on top of Oladipo, and they went forward with it. Uh, and he's just – he became an all-star for the first time. He's uh, one of the better defenders in this league because uh, I think he's one of the top guys in the field.
1: He's number like, one.
0: I got – there you go. So he's number one in the I got to give the dude credit. He is the most improved player because he just – Shocked me, <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to to Trey Burke because I think Trey Burke would have been at least a candidate if he, you know, got into the league a little earlier um, and got more playing time, obviously. But I want to give him at least a shout out. But yeah, Rudy, Go- sure. I mean, Rudy Gobert, sorry. Uh, Oladipo for sure is the uh, my uh, most improved player.
1: Yeah, absolutely, uh, Luke. Uh, it, add anything you'd like to that, and give us your second since. Um, I feel like you know we'll at least have a little bit of varying viewpoints. Viewpoints at who we have as our second most uh, improved player of the year.
3: Oh no! I mean, I'm I'm with everything you just said about Oladipo. I mean, just so surprising what he was able to do. It's just you look at that trade they made in the summer for Paul George and all this their tanking team and all this. Now he's got him in the playoffs in the sixth seed, so they're sitting really good. I mean steals he's leading the league in steals by a little i wouldn't say a large margin but 0.32 is it's a lot i mean compared to the next person so just everything and it's just ironic that the person that he's over in steals is paul george so it's kind of funny that the guy he traded for is still a really good defense i just think everything he means to for the whole indiana pacers organization you should take that into credit too He's just all the staffs he's up uh just double—I mean, not double—but you know, just really up every single one of his stats. I mean, no one—he's been traded twice, so it's just like almost that he wasn't really like no one, no one saw this out of him, and now he's he's doing it with a team that believes in him. He was a top top five pick at it, like coming out of the draft. So I think I mean I like it for Oladipo. I'm glad he gets to prove his, that if he gets to just sit still in a team that really wants to focus on him, what he can do. So it's great. Now, second, I mean, I would love to put Jalen Brown and I'll fight him to the end, but I'm going to throw out someone kind of different. Where I'm going to go with uh, Drew Holiday on Ooh, uh, the Pelicans. Nice. Yeah, I just think he's a, he's meant a lot yeah. to that team too. After the Cousins he injury, sure has he got that big? He, well, I wouldn't say big contract, but he got a pretty big contract. Uh, free Very agency, big contract. I think contract. he's. Yeah. yeah, actually, <laughs> Way it is more very than big. It's thought guy. he deserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely pan out. But, I mean, he's done really well, especially for all the injuries he's had over the season. He's not been able to really, like, could he put up a season like this? And I think he's done really, really good. He's really good in defense. I want to say he's, like, one of the top, like, guards defensively. So, yeah. I just, I put Drew Holiday as my second. Right under Victor Oladipo, just Old Depot just having one of those years where just like dang, you can't. No one else. You you have to put in some crazy numbers to be just overstepping Oladipo right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I I like that pick of Drew Holiday. I um I like he he was somebody that I had to sit down and strongly consider for for uh, my second uh, team all defense. He didn't make it. If there was a third team all defense. I'm more than positive he would have made my, my team uh, there. Uh, but, no, he's been having a great season, and he has been one of the better defenders um, in, in the league this year, uh, especially on ball. Um, he, he's just played so well on ball this year for them. Um, and uh, he and Rondo have really kind of clicked uh, as of late in, in their backcourt. Um, it'll be interesting to see yeah, you know, what, what, kind of, what kind of threat they can pose in, in the playoffs. And it'll be interesting to see their seeding because this this upcoming game against San Antonio, um, I know we're all kind of fixated on Minnesota and, and uh Denver, um, but this this <laughs> final game against San Antonio and uh and and New Orleans is going to be really huge for seeding, um and, and advanced potential sure. advancement um uh, because of what it could mean, uh, you know, for, for seeding. Um but yeah, uh, uh Juwan, Uh, Again, anything you want to add for for Oladipo and and who your second uh, uh, guy would be? Um, Uh,
2: No, nothing else really to add about Oladipo. You guys kind of hit everything. Uh, (laughs) The guys have had an amazing season that no one really saw coming. Um, But I'm going to go with someone that I thought was going to get two awards this year and seemingly has disappointed me in both ends. Uh, somewhat, both ends. Uh, but I'm going to go Giannis. Uh, I saw Giannis okay. out of the gate. Um, not only made a, uh, a case for MVP earlier in the year, um, but also made a case for most improved player. I mean, last year, his his, his numbers have definitely gone up. Uh, not, not crazy, but, like, it's a significant difference between this year and last yep. year. Um, and just... The, he's the a freak. He's fourth in he scoring this year. He is a freak.
4: Yes, yeah. he is. He's uh last freak. year
2: he was last year he was averaging twenty two point nine points per game, eight eight rebounds per game and five uh assists. This year his assists are down, he's only at four point eight, uh, but he's averaging ten rebounds and twenty seven points per game. Uh so I, I thought um that if he could have kept the Bucks higher in the standings I thought he definitely would have had a uh, a case for, for most improved. Not over Oladipo, but I definitely would have made a case for him to be uh, someone to be looked at in that second spot because uh, he definitely stepped his game up tremendously. Uh, but then a lot of things happened, lost his coach. Team kind of wasn't rallying uh, behind Giannis for a good portion uh, of the beginning. Of, not beginning, but like the middle of the season. And then they kind of just stayed afloat after that. Um, but I definitely think he's he's had a great season uh, this year, and he can be looked at uh, for second, maybe third, behind Holiday, because that was a great pick um, for most improved player. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, I I I would find it highly. I don't. I I doubt it's ever happened that somebody won it two years in a row, um, but. I I I'm smelling what you're selling as far as just his his advancement, his kind of continued advancement. And if that team had a better record, um, and they had more just just better pieces around him, because his individual efforts have been remarkable um, this season. Uh, again, Victor Oladipo is 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 by far the obvious choice. Um, uh, you know, like we said, leads the league in steals. Um, he, he's shot effectively uh his three point percentage is is you know at least at average it's not above average um he, he's just been he's been terrific he's been everything that team needed um and no one saw it coming just like you said joel like if for no other reason who the fuck's all that coming um as you so eloquently put it um I, the the one guy that that i would i would have as, as my second and i i even like there were four different centers who I uh, had to like, fight about in my, you know, uh, in my head to, to, to figure out who I wanted to be my uh, center for third-team All-NBA. Uh, and, and this guy didn't make it, but it, he definitely deserves a nod for most improved player, uh, and that's Steven Adams. Uh, Steven Adams has just been remarkable this year. Um, he and Russell Westbrook have run that pick-and-roll phenomenally Uh, just they have been so good at that Um, and that has kind of been one of the interesting things about that team is is how good they are at that and how sort of a net they are at other things Um, and how maybe they should work more of their offense off of that because they're so good at it Uh, but anyway he's uh, 13th in rebounds uh, per game on the season Um, he's been just terrific uh fourth and field goal percentage. Uh and, and just like so solid, uh, like I said, on that pick and roll. has been he's gotten so much better defensively. Uh he he's spread the floor a little bit more uh this season than in seasons past. Uh his floater is like just you can almost count it like Every single time he shoots it, uh, and if if he does if he doesn't make it, he's probably going to get the rebound and put it back there uh he's just, he's been great um he's really stepped up his game, and i don't think very many people would have thought that he would be the third best player on that team uh this season once they made the trades they made, but I think he unquestionably has been the third best player on that team, um, and a lot of that has to do with just mellow. Having kind of a, a disappointing season and, and not quite fitting in, it, it you know throughout the course of the season, um, over the long term of the season anyway. Um, but I definitely think um, I had to give a shout out to Stephen Adams because I really wanted to give you third third team All NBA Center, bro. But I just I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Coach of the Year, uh, Brad Stevens uh, for me. I, I, I kind of, I want to kind of give it to Quinn Snyder for what he's been able to do out in Utah, but it's it's just more impressive to me what Brad Stevens has been able to do with three injuries to like three major injuries. Um, obviously, Hayward went down in the first game of the season within like five minutes. He only got sixty games out of Kyrie. Um, Marcus Smart only put like fifty something games, I think 52 or 54. Uh, and, and Daniel Tice, who was a big part of that team early on in the season and playing pretty big minutes for them, even a small ball five and a lot of four, um, he obviously only played about uh, a little more than half a season. Uh, so that's like four injuries, three major injuries, uh, and they're still second. And they were up until their loss to Toronto the other night, which was pretty egregious. But to be expected as far as, like, the, the talent, Level uh, difference. Um, I yeah, I just I have to give it to Brad Stevens. Uh, I'm gonna throw it to you, Luke, uh, so you can add on to all the reasons why Brad Stevens is coach of the year.
3: Oh man, <clears throat> thank you for choosing. That. I thought you were for surprisingly. I thought you were gonna go with Dwayne Casey over Quinn Snyder. Man, no.
1: T- Toronto's no, been but, uh, they hey. they've been disappointing down the stretch. I, I, I can't I just, it, to me to me it boils down to this since Kyrie went down, Boston has still been really good. Um and that's that's coaching, man. That's just, that's all coaching. And you know what? Um Kevin O'Connor brought up a really good point the other day. Are we really gonna give Coach of the Year to Dwayne Casey for saying, you know what? I think we need to share the ball more and shoot threes more often. Like Come on, dude. He wasn't the one who invented it. I get it. It's 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 easier said than done as far as implementation, but it's 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 not great coaching. It's just it's like you're you're four or five years too late on making that decision. I I kind of agree with that. I I, I gotta say that 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 put the nail in the coffin of me uh, uh, uh picking Dwayne Casey. But anyway, go ahead, please.
3: No, yeah. It's, I mean, just everything to piggyback off what you said. I mean. What Brad's been able to do this year, I mean, five minutes into your season, you not only just lose a key player, but I'm pretty sure to his system that he written up, the whole summer leading into this league was just have to be gutted right there at that point. And then to yeah. do it again with another key player in Kyrie, which he even stated too, I wasn't expecting to lose him the whole season when we thought we were just going to do this quick little – clean-up surgery, and then it was more serious when we got into his knee than what we thought. So just everything that he's been able to do, something stay afloat. I mean, you look at the whole body, like the team as a whole, you only had four returning stars at his system. Now you're relying off a lot of first and second years, what he's done with some people, too. I mean, just every year, every year you can just notice, like, people just have, like, Aaron Bay is having a great, great year. I mean, defensively as a center. No one, no one really saw that in Detroit and all that. I mean, you got Shane Larkin that's been able to do things. I mean, you just get these players that, like, figure out a system and, like, they just know what to do. It's just his like, coaching ability. And I'll just keep on saying, I mean, I think he is the best coach right now drawing up a play with two minutes or less out of a timeout. Every time. And it's like we don't have a go The Celtics do not have a go-to score. They don't have, like, you drawing up to Paul Pierce back in the day or Ray Allen or something like that. This is every game. I mean, now we have Kyrie, don't get me wrong, but there's been a lot of games with Brown, Horford, Tatum. They all know what to do. They all just really trust in what Brad Stevens is saying as a coach, and that just shows to you how much you mean And I just think Toronto just is, yeah, they're having a better season, but they've had the healthier season out of the two yeah. teams. So you can't really hold that against
1: Brad. I mean he's kept yep. his
3: team he's he's kept his team second and for a while they were we well, I mean the Celtics could have came back and tied it and, and made a run for that one. But you know, hey, they're gonna take second place. I'm gonna be perfectly happy with that with all the injuries.
1: Yeah, well and and like I said, uh best defensive rating on the season um, and that'll hold up. Um and I think it was the game. I I want to say they were playing Utah when Jalen Brown hit that three to win it. Is that correct, Luke? Yeah. Yeah, like Utah? Yeah. 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 That was mm-hmm. that, that. That was when I decided that that was the moment I was like, okay, yeah, Brad Stevens is coach of the year. <laughs> like I I couldn't I, I as as good as Utah's been down the stretch, and the fact that they were able to go in there and beat them with a depleted roster, and so much of it had to do with coaching. Um, and and that's. The biggest reason too why I have to go with Brad over Quinn Snyder, even though I think Quinn Snyder has put off a phenomenal job this season, um, I, I just I think the obstacles in place uh, in front of Brad Stevens and the fact that, that team has been over uh, able to overcome all of them throughout the regular season, which again these are regular season awards, um, I, you know I I have to go with him let me go to Juwan just on the off chance that you're going to pick somebody different. Cause I think Joel is probably going to go with Brad Stevens too. Uh, to
2: I actually him? am going to pick someone, <clears throat> excuse me, different, uh, someone I oh. really, really, really had to think about, uh, because Brad Stevens in the back of my mind, just so you guys know, is my coach of the year, but for the sake of parody and because this guy kind of, kind of did grow on me. Um, I'm going to actually go with, uh, crap. Forgot his name. That is embarrassing. Uh, I'm well, with, very important, uh, the player, team. Uh, coach. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. It just, my mind just went completely br- uh, blank. The Sixers head coach, uh, Brett something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett Brown. Brett Brown. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Brett Brown. Thank you. I'm going to go with yeah. him. Um, he has shown this season that if you give him talent, <laughs> not just a bunch of guys that, are injured for a full year or you're going to trade them right away or, or if you give him legit talent he can make something special. I mean, this is a team that last year speaking other sixes they just beat your Hawks, uh Nick. Um but last year, thank God, they were <laughs> Last year they were 28 and 54. They made a leap from 28 wins to 51 wins as of uh today and just now. Uh, 51 wins on the season. That, to me, is amazing. And I know a lot of people are going to go, well, that's because you have Embiid and Simmons. You're right, but let's not forget, Embiid did start the season on training wheels. Um, it, it took a lot of the season to go through before they let him play either back-to-backs or, you know, longer and it, stretches And games. they managed his that, very well. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, and to me, a lot of it, is coaching. I mean, you know, guys like Embiid and Simmons have natural talent, but it has to be coached. Um, and I feel as though he, he's done a really good job coaching this team. I mean, I think we said last week that we didn't really see him as the long term coach that could. Um, uh, excuse me. We saw him uh, as, be as the, the guy.
1: Potential Mark Jackson.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, but I, I do see. I, I want to appreciate him for this season. And what he's done this season to take a team from 28 wins to 51, I think is something we shouldn't ignore. And honestly, I would like to, because to me, Brad Stevens is on like a whole nother level. Uh, Yeah, A whole nother level. You're really lucky to have that guy, Luke. (laughs) Really lucky. Um, But Mm -hmm. I put uh, put the Jazz as head coach, and Brett, I put them right there where I feel as though it should be between those two because it's just the unexpected. It's the unexpected uh, for what they were able to do with their teams. And again, I'm sorry, but I just can't get over the idea of 28 wins to 51 wins. Sure. Well, when's the last time we saw that from the Knicks? That large of a league?
0: Not my lifetime. I
2: was going to say, I feel (laughs) like it's been like maybe decades. Um, Yeah. I I think
0: that's. We don't trust the process.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you don't. Um we the well, yeah,
1: no, I was just gonna say too, and like for for two fringe playoff teams, um, because I feel like any of us that had the Jazz or Sixers making the playoffs, they were right there on the edge. Um, for two fringe playoff teams to have home court advantage. Um now it's not it's not the 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 uh Jazz have not won home court advantage yet. They 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 haven't locked up that that four seed, and they could potentially get the three seed if they went out. They will get the three seed if they went out, um, but nevertheless, like it's it's not locked up yet. Um, but nevertheless, like they're right there. They're, I I would be willing to bet they're going to win one of these next two games, um, at least. Uh, so yeah, I mean I I get you. I I feel you the you know from going from a fringe playoff team to what we expected to being, you know one of the top four teams in the in the playoffs like that that's impressive uh, so yeah I, I I can certainly give you that Joel
0: well considering you guys already took my choice uh, not believe really. yeah Brad Stevens is definitely my choice like everyone else uh, I think uh, we've been pretty consistent with that most of the year. Uh, I've just been yeah. impressed with him for so long now that the fact that he is—it's his system more than anything else—that uh, that shows that he's he's the man. Because like you look at like I, I think I explained it last time we talked about it was um like people that leave Boston don't actually live up to the hype where, where, that they had when they were in Boston. Right. Because point. of how good he is, he makes them look good. So when they leave, they're not as good. Or when they come there, they look better. Like Kyrie looked, was already really good, looked really, really good in Boston because he actually got him to play some defense. Right. It was <laughs> different where, when, when he was in Cleveland. Um, then you had the only coach that – I mean, there, I I want to give a couple of coaches a fight. I think Dwayne Casey's done a great job this year. I think Quinn Snyder's done a great job. I want to give credit to um, Alvin Gentry and um, uh, what's the Portland coach – Porter? No, Porter. I forget his name. Uh, uh Terry Stotts. Stotts. I don't know why I said Porter. uh will Stotts. Um,
1: the practice Terry Porter also, was, a, was an all-star for the That's probably why. Right, that's probably why.
0: That's probably why, yeah. Um, but also, I want to give a shout-out my, to my second choice, which was Greg Popovich. Because that yes. motherfucker turned... I don't know how he still does it because there was a point where I was very worried that they were they weren't even gonna make the playoffs. I was like, I don't even know some of the guys that he plays sometimes. Like, I, I don't like he got two old people like on fossils like running on fossil fuel because I don't know what what like Ginobili is.
1: He's like what forty?
0: Is Ginobili forty? Yeah,
1: 40? I think he is. He's I'm pretty dunk, sure he's
0: still dunking on people. Like, six five. Yeah. You know, Tony Parker. Come, yeah. He got Tony Parker to come off the bench. He has this, like, yep. young guy playing, uh, um, learning on like the 36. fly. Yeah, Palgis the oldest shit, too. And then you got a whole bunch <laughs> of guys like you barely know on the bench and no Kawhi for, like, ever because his toe hurts or whatever. And then you have, um, yeah. you have, uh, it's just, and a whole bunch of people you don't know, he just works out and makes, that works into his system, very similar to how Bryce even makes people work into his system. Um, yeah. And a Brett, Brett Brown, Brett Brown, the Brett Brad Brown, Brown, the Sixers coach, another guy I want to give a shout out to, is a one of a pupil uh, of uh of uh what's his name? Popovich. So I, I like he's come from good from good breeding. Same thing with uh Boothauser, I think uh from uh, the Hawks. Yeah. But um yeah. I do think I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Brad Stevens because he's dealt with a lot of shit from day one with are losing Gordon Hayward, uh having two rookies in the starting lineup and them succeeding, uh excelling. And then you have um uh, losing, of course, Kyrie now for the rest of the season, and I'm not worried about them. Like I don't think they're gonna win championship, but they're still gonna be formidable, and that's you gotta worry about. It. And Marcus Smart is well, too, so it's like, what the f? And I, Brad Stevens is my number yeah. one. Pop is two for me. Nice,
1: I like it. Yeah, I, I had Pop, um, maybe either second quarter awards or third quarter awards. I can't remember. I think it was second quarter awards yeah. that had Pop, uh, but that was when they were still like third or fourth. You know they've slipped a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I well, you know, I just can't talent. get to them. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I feel you. And and playing in the West and all that. Um, but right. like, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I feel you though. I'm glad you brought up Pop because I mean, what he's been able to achieve yeah. with that that roster is is nothing short he's of Using phenomenal. Rudy Gay and not losing. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's getting. He's getting like, <laughs> the, like, like. I God, I don't want to M V P numbers. But he's getting like these utterly terrific numbers MVP. out of Rudy Gay that no yeah. one in Rudy Gay's whole career has been able to do. Uh right. he he's just he's great man and, and Aldridge has been great this season and he obviously yeah. made some coaching uh adaptations yeah. to uh appease and adapt to, to Aldridge without hurting the team. Uh which Aldridge's that's been a big great. thing. Yep. That's a really big thing because you know, you you so often see, like say with the Knicks last year. You know, maybe they, you know, made decisions to appease Carmelo a little too much, and it didn't translate into wins. It, get, it oh, translated is. into statistics for him, but it didn't translate into right. wins. And you know, he's been able to do both this year with Aldridge, and yeah, it's been it's been very <laughs> impressive. So I, I'm very glad right. you gave a shout out to old old Pop. We love Greg Popovich on this channel, uh, greatest coach of all time. Uh, anyway, let's mm. move on. General Manager of the Year. Uh, I don't think this is up for debate, but we'll throw it around and see if we can get a debate. Uh, so I'm going to throw it to you first, Juan, just to see if you have a hot take on this GM of the Year.
2: Um, well, I kind of feel... <laughs> But, like, to me, it's always Danny Ainge. Um, just any year, <laughs> yeah. it always feels like it should be Danny Ainge. I mean, it's hard. It's to a swindler. I won't say it's hard to argue uh, against it, because I'm pretty sure your guy uh, is uh, CP3 slash uh, whoever the, the Rockets guy is. No, uh, that was, that was way Moore, earlier in the season. No, I got oh, I
0: Danny okay. Ainge, but go ahead. I'm a, I'll am give oh, okay. him a shout-out.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, But no, I mean, to me, it's just one of those things where it's like Danny Ainge is a guy that I thought he reminds me of what I thought Pat Riley was going to be over a longer uh, span. It's just like, how does he find ways to do these things to where it was like, all right, we thought Kyrie was probably going to go to a team that was, you know, one of those like maybe Phoenix or something like that. No, he goes to the Celtics. How did you get that? Um, you know it's just like yeah, all right you're liable to is, agree to that <laughs> exactly you have to be a swindler um <laughs> you get Tatum you see something in Tatum uh that he could really yeah. step it up uh in his rookie year uh you draft Brown like there's just so many great decisions this guy makes the best decision he ever made was going out and getting Brad Brown season. wasn't
1: this year uh, but okay a,
2: no, it yeah, wasn't year this before. year, But I'm just saying. I'm just making a case yeah. on. Well, I was it's every year, Juwan. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, being able to, to spin Kyrie uh, is definitely um, a, a huge thing in his favor. It is just one of those things where it's like he's a guy Finding that makes make great things happen. <laughs> yeah, and Aaron Baines, yeah. Um, but no, seriously, Who getting Kyrie with something? Getting Kyrie was something I definitely did not think the Boston Celtics would be able to do. And for him to be able to go out and do that, um, it is definitely reason enough for him to be GM of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's as simple as this to me.
2: He, he, he essentially he
1: got Kyrie uh, for trading the first pick down to the third pick, getting the guy he wanted, and then giving up Isaiah Thomas and uh, Jay Crowder. And then, on top of that, he signed Gordon Hayward. He's the GM of the Year. Like that's that's a simple like it's a little more complicated than that, but that's about as simple as I can put it. because uh, obviously it was the Brooklyn pick that was dealt and all, yada, yada, yada. But like he replenished his pick, got the guy he wanted, traded that pick for Kyrie, And then, you know, uh, gave up an expiring uh, Isaiah Thomas, who obviously we all feel bad for the guy, but, like, he's not the same player that he was before the injury. Uh, Jay Crowder was kind of a superfluous player on that roster at the point of which all of their various additions. uh, And, you know, even Avery Bradley has struggled all season um, and has always been kind of injury-prone. And and Marcus Morris is, is, is... Stepped up and and been like a boss, you know, through the last like quarter of the season. Uh, So yeah, uh, definitely Brad Stevens. Uh, Let me throw it to you, Luke. Uh, Anything you want to add as to why it's Brad Stevens? I'm sorry, uh, Danny Ainge. I
3: was on the book. I mean, Brad Stevens could be GM coach, GM if if you want. No, uh, no, I mean (laughs) it's Danny Ainge. I mean, I don't think there's more that I can say to what exactly he's done. Yeah, you could put Houston. GM right there, but for making the big CP3 trade. And some of the later pickups that he's been able to get to add to that bench, like a Joe Johnson and all that, and that bench is good. And PJ Tucker Danny was really Hage, good. Yeah, so, but just everything Danny Haynes has done, it's the whole roster. The team's still second. You wouldn't think that after doing all these like crazy trades and all that, to signing and just everything Danny did during the summer he saw his plan he worked it out with brad and they made it work and then with even injuries they just still show that the celtics are going to be this was the year that the celtics are going to show like the next five years or so they're going to be like really good in the nba yep. like after all these things that he's done this year yeah he might be able to do one more just because there's so much more trade assets he still has because what he was still able to do, but I, I just think this is it. the big... That was, this was the big year that will set the Celtics to be like, man, they might have won how many because of this? all these trades and these teams that he sent so It's just Danny Ainge. Yeah,
1: yeah, 100%. Joel, anything to add to that? Uh,
0: not much. You guys nailed most of it. I mean, it's a pretty easy pick, honestly, because... Um, He's a swimmer. The dude knows what he's talking about. Um, he, he just – he's like everybody – you wish you everybody had that kind of GM that, that has that kind of foresight. And I think what it is, he understands the coach that he has. He trusts him. And he understands that a lot of these players are byproducts of the coach's coaching, and that's why he made, he's able to comfortably make these moves. And not so much that he, they're not good players. They're obviously decent players on the right team. But they have to be on the right team. Um, and he's been able to been, he's been able to maneuver very well the last couple of years and bring the, the Celtics back um, after what happened um, when they lost their their, their original big their, their big three or four or whatever the fuck. So we got to give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to uh, Daryl Morey of the Houston Rockets, who has also been able to pull some good stuff out of his ass uh, for them. Um, and I want to say he he was, he was able to sort of – kind of sort of replicate um, D'Antoni's style in Phoenix and bring it to Houston. Um, yeah. And he's been able to improve upon it, as you can see, with the team that he's brought together and even added defensive players um, to help fill the weaknesses in that, that D'Antoni has because he's not really a defensive schemer. He likes defensive players that defend, like he did with Rajah Bell, lets them defend. He's just not the guy that's going to set up and stress on it. He wants people to, to, to just do it, like, naturally. It should be – that's why he got, they, he got the right pieces around that team. Um, and I, that's why I think they will go far down the line because he was able to replicate it. Will he improve it? Will they be able to go over the hump? I don't know. But a lot of that has to go to the foresight of Darryl Morey and his um, – I think he's more of a statistic guy. But um, I, I think he's a very good GM, uh, and, he, and he goes for it. So I got to give him a lot of credit. Um, but he's still number two to my uh, to Danny.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I I definitely want to give more of a shout out to I mean, I think he's done he's done a really good job this year. I I still contend that the Chris Paul thing was probably more Chris Paul's idea. Um, but nevertheless, you I mean, you still gotta give the GM credit for pulling it off, uh, getting it done, and also adding PJ Tucker. I think it was huge. Adding Luke uh, Bamute was also huge. Uh, and you know, th- th- there's a lot of great moves there, um, but I just think what Ainge was able to do, I'm, just as far as as far as like turning uh, turning around a whole roster and, and putting it all together. I mean, I, I I I think it's it's a little bit more impressive what he was able to do. Con- considering the future assets that they they mm-hmm. still have at play. Yeah. Um whereas, you know, obviously Houston is is more uh their window probably isn't as big as the Celtics as of right now. Um right. so I think I think that I has that. to be taken into account too. Uh but yeah, Derramori is solid second second choice. Um and uh, he was even my, my first choice earlier in the season, um, but I wised up a bit. Uh, all right, let's get into our, our, our all NBA teams. Do you want to? Oh, you want to skip uh, six men like that? Uh, did we did we not do <laughs> six men? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm man. sure we will oh. all go with Sweet
0: Lou, but yeah,
3: yeah we skipping it. Yeah, I
1: mean, out. we're all going to pick we Lou did. Williams. We skipped it. I we did yeah, skip it. All right, uh, but hey, thanks for, thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, Lou Williams right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lou Williams. Yeah, de- sure. definitely. Yeah, Lou Williams. We all
1: agree. Lou Williams, because there's nobody else who poss- the only person who could possibly give him any sort of run for his money is Eric Gordon. And Eric Gordon has not scored 40 points three times this season, 50 points one time this season. Uh, yeah, Lou Williams absolutely 100 I have someone
3: that could be second, though. I was going to put oh. a person over Eric Gordon for second. Not Orton? not being a homer or anything, but what Marcus Morris oh. has done lately with the Celtics. Oh,
0: shut up. He no, has done a, a lot, a man. Homer. Shut, up. <laughs> that's, that's a, shut up. That's not that's not a homer no. at all. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Marcus Morris no, has done a lot though for the Celtics no. team.
3: He's he's played a lot, the lot of all the bench. I think he's no. been the most healthy. He's just you gotta put him up for him, man.
1: I as a Celtic no. world. No. No, you don't. You don't. You don't have to do it. <laughs> no one else has Luke to do Williams it. Will was almost <laughs> like, carried
0: the Clippers into the
1: playoffs.
0: There's no. <laughs> oh no, this, this, in which Marcus
3: Morris place. Is even, this is for second yes, no, no, no. This I'm, place. This is for second place. No, no, I'm, I'm saying oh.
1: Eric Gordon has done it all season long. Will Barton has done it all season long. Marcus Morris has done it there for like Barton. 20 games of the mm. season. Uh, okay. Like you know... No, we're not we're Mar- not even Mar- no, Mar- we're Mar- not entertaining a, that idea. Nice stretch. Nice
0: stretch. Yeah. That.
1: Exactly. That's, that's i, about I all out. have thrown it out. <laughs> Fair enough. I get, I, get it. I get it. Um all right. Let's go let's let's get into our, our <laughs> first all first team all NBA. Um so for me personally, uh I got Harden, obviously. I got Lillard as my second guard. I got uh LeBron and Anthony Davis as my forwards, Carl Anthony Towns as my center. I feel like that's obviously the most controversial pick. Uh, but what I want to do is I want, us to, I want us to just kind of throw it around, give our first teams, and then we can kind of debate a little bit before we move on to our second teams. So, uh, so Joel, who is your first all-team NBA ballot uh, list?
0: I will tell you in a minute. What was your was yours again? One more time, real quick.
1: Uh, it was Harden, Lillard, Uh huh. I got that. LeBron, LeBron James, Downing. Anthony okay. Davis, and Carl Anthony. Davis. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. That's the one. I, I'm like, I know I heard that. That's not trick. All right. So here's mine. Not that different from yours. Uh, Damian Lillard, James Harden, LeBron James. Here's where we differ. Giannis Antetokounmpo
1: and Anthony Davis. Okay. I got I you. So, up the you got, I so you got so you got Davis as a the center then. Okay, which do, is fair. Like you could totally make him a center. Um, he's played center down the stretch of the season a lot. Um, and he's played center it. when right. when when Cousins wasn't on the court. Yeah, yeah, I, right. absolutely. Um, that I just had too many centers that I I I love this season to, and and not a, not enough forwards. Um, that the I love season. The big man is back, boy. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh Luke, so who who's your uh, first team olympia?
3: Man guys, I'm surprised. I thought I was coming in and gonna be the only one putting Lillard as a first team, so oh, no, no, dude. I'm glad oh, so no. far. I'm glad <laughs> so far we got that one. So I'm with you guys. So it's Lillard, Harden, LeBron. If this person didn't get hurt in the year, I would stick to a true center. Nick and Happy because the center's position is, and I'd have Cousins, but the injuries, yeah. so I got to put Anthony Davis and then I'm yeah. putting KD putting KD on top so it's, it's okay. Lillard Harden, LeBron KD, and Anthony Davis so I was going to keep it true I'd have to go more, I mean, Cousins had a lot to do with this season and all that, but I'm just going to just mix match, put AD at, that as the center and all that So No,
1: that's, that's. Th- those are all pretty really picked. So essentially, the the biggest differences that we have is we like we share four of the same five guys on all of our ballots. Uh, so you have Giannis, uh, Joel. Right. Uh, you have you have KD, right. uh, Luke, and I and I have um, uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. My biggest reason for having Carl Anthony Towns is because there there were way too many centers that I could not uh neglect uh and, and not that many forwards that I felt like were more deserving than than our centers this year. Uh, so so I had to kinda of plan my ballot accordingly. Um, and and though I you know, I think um, Kevin Durant is obviously the better player than uh Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, and I think Giannis is at least there's a there's a there's a question mark there. Uh, you know, I, I feel like there's there's at least uh, a, a conversation to be had. Uh, the biggest thing I posted this stat earlier on our Facebook page: Cat is the only player in the NBA to average t- at least 20 points a game, at least 10 rebounds, and also have 50% from the floor, 40% from three, and 80% from the free-throw line, the only player in the NBA to do that. Uh, that's that's kind of remarkable. Uh, I, I, like, I, I battled with myself whether I was going to pick him or Embiid. Uh, and the other thing, too, here, uh, he's played every game this season. And something else that I recently picked up on, he's never missed an NBA game. He's never set out an NBA game in his career. He played 82 games his first year, 82 games his second year. He's played 81 <laughs> games this year. He's going to play 82 games this year. That's fucking crazy. Like, that is so remarkable, like, durability, for especially for, like, a big uh, – yeah. So, I mean, I just had to it a cap for, for his offensive efficiency and just, like, those kind of crazy numbers. Um, and, 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 two – I don't want anybody to say those are arbitrary stats. 20 and 10 is not arbitrary. And 50% from from the field, 40% from three, and 80% from the free-throw line are not arbitrary numbers. Those are very realistic uh, measuring sticks, like like goals that you want to set for yourself. In fact, LeBron even said going into the season he wanted to shoot 80% from the free-throw line. That didn't happen. Um, but, like, those are, those are, like, those aren't arbitrary stats. Those are what you strive for. Uh, So the, you know, the fact that he's the only person to be able to hit all five of those uh, together in this, in in this season, uh, that, that sealed the deal for me as far as having him. Uh, What sealed the deal for you for, for KD uh, Luke?
3: I just think everything that, I mean, Golden State, yeah, they have all these all-stars, but, KD's meant a lot to that team. Curry's gotten kind of hurt down the stretch, and everything he's done defensively has stepped up his game. I mean, he could, he's up there in defensive the player of the year and like all defensive teams. I just think he's stepped up. I mean, just his overall game. He's proving it year in and year out. I mean, top three player in the NBA. You can't just. He's kind of one of those ones where, <clears throat> if you're going by true position. How like you have to have his MVP season to go over LeBron, so that's why you kind of have to. I slot him at the power forward and all that. It's just yeah, he's a forward.
1: He can fit three or four. Yeah,
3: it's just it's mm-hmm. just, he's done. Just a, he just keeps on having phenomenal years. I mean, he means a lot for Golden State too. I mean, they are that great team, and he just means so much more to them and. Just I just think the whole defensive game that like you're now getting to see, I mean you never really saw. I mean yeah, on the Thunder, but I mean you never really saw like what he's been able to do defensively this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely, uh, Joel. And is there only shot blocker? Pretty much, honestly, well, yeah. Aside um, from McGee, of course. Yeah, yeah um, if you want to consider him such. Uh, but Joel, why is it important? <laughs> Why was it important for you to have Tacumpo on your uh, – Antetokounmpo. Uh, dude, I Every love freak. it. I, I love his name. Yeah. Uh, but why Why was it imperative for you to have him on your first, uh, first team all-NBA?
0: It's obvious because uh, we drafted his brother a uh, couple years ago, so I have a special connection. <sighs> that is not the yeah. reason I've chosen. Uh, look, the dude is a freak. The man, he's a statistical freak. Um, if you look at his numbers, he, he hits it in, like, points and, and like, rebounds. Uh, he, does, uh, he does well in assists, everything. He does a little bit of everything. The man was uh, my choice for MVP in the beginning of the year. And, um, it obviously, it hasn't worked out because the Bucks have fallen since then. They're not as good as we expected them to be. So, that's the reason I, 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 I have to hold, I got hold it against him, even though it's not all his fault. He lost his coach. Uh, Jabari got hurt. Uh, a whole bunch of extra shit. They don't. They don't have a big man, and they didn't even try to go get another big man. So it's like, it's like, it, I. It's not all on him. The man is, I think, is almost there, and I think he's a top tier player, and I think he's played well enough for me to keep him as a first team All NBA guy this year.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, I, I, hey, I got him second. So. Uh, I feel you. Right. All right. Let's move on. Speaking of which, let's move on to second. Uh, my second All-NBA team, I have my guards are Russell Westbrook, Victor Depot. My forwards are Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And uh, my center is Joel Embiid. Uh, what do you got, Luke? All
3: right. So um, I'm going a little bit uh, different from you. So I've got Embiid and LaMarcus Aldridge just because I just think, even though I might put Lamarcus on third, but I think what he's meant for the Spurs, everything, getting him there. Um, I got Giannis. I got DeRozan just because everything he's meant for Toronto. I think, especially, you guys cracked me up on how much you hate Lowry, so, (laughs) for everything Toronto's been, (laughs) it's definitely been, it's definitely been. That's
1: all Jawan, man.
3: Yeah, Jawan is too funny with it, but but it's just for how much he hates. I mean, just DeRozan's done so much. I mean, his game, yeah. even though he's always been an all-star, he just stepped up his game so much. And then I'm going to sure. put Westbrook as the other one. So, it's Westbrook, DeRozan, Giannis, uh, Lamar, Kajinabee. I think that one, right. I mean, uh, Westbrook's just having that almost. I mean, even <laughs> – it's funny that he got 18 rebounds last night. I mean, if he 16 in – The Memphis game, he just averaged another triple-double this year again. So that's why I put Westbrook, even though I have two other guards I'd like to put over him, but I just have to acknowledge that Westbrook, Cheese, you're about to do it again, man. Indeed.
0: Uh, Joel, who you got? All right. So mine's not completely different, but it's not exactly a normal one. So, all right. So we're going to start. Russell Westbrook, uh, Kyrie Irving I have. Okay. Second team: uh, Demar Rosen, uh, Kevin Durant, and Lamarcus Aldridge. They are my second nice.
1: team. Nice. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you got. You, so, so you got Demar at the forward.
0: I do. I have him at the third. No,
3: Demar's yeah. my two. Demar's my two because I have gone on yeah. my forward. So it I, I have Westbrook and De, 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 uh, Demar is my number two guard.
1: But, but like, okay, oh, but team. we'll we'll. I'll elaborate on on why it's important that there's a little bit of flexibility in positions uh, moving forward. But no, I I I, I like that too. Um, Kyrie only played sixty games, um, which was the biggest reason why I, I had Oladipo over him and Oladipo's defensive prowess. Um, like I just those are those are two things that are just uh, it like ended up being the deciding factor for me there. Uh, and Westbrook has just gotcha. been awesome. So we all had Westbrook, right? Yeah. Was that, am I correct there?
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yes. Yeah. Is
1: our second team? Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think that's good. Uh, we we don't have a lot of time, so let's just go ahead and move on to our third team, and then we can kind of um, look back at who who we all had and and, and who we omitted and that kind of thing. Okay. My 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 third team, Steph Curry. I know he only played fifty one games, but man, he's his fifty-one game, and he just showed he's so fucking good. He's so important to that team. I couldn't exclude him. Uh, my my uh, second guard is Kyrie Irving. Uh, again, they only played sixty games, but he he just elevated his level, his talent to a realm in which I, I couldn't deny. Um, he's just been remarkable this season. Uh, my forwards, uh, Demar Derozan, uh, and and. Here's the thing, DeRozan, he's obviously more of a shooting guard, but that team finishes out their games with him at the three, um, and that was kind of what was my deciding factor as far as considering him a three or, or allowing myself to, to consider him a three in this um, because mm-hmm. they finish out those games with Kyle Lowry, Fred VanVleet, uh, at at their in their backcourt and Demar Derozan playing the three, um, and that, and that's honestly their best lineup. Uh, OG Ananobi is their starting three, um, and CJ Miles is their backup. But like the, their their clutch lineup has has Demar Derozan at the three. So I, I had to find a way to get all of those guards in there. Had to find a way to get you know Harden, Lillard. Westbrook, Oladipo, Curry, Irving, and DeRozan in there, and that was the way that I I figured how to do it. Um, So DeRozan, uh, Aldridge is my other um, forward. Uh, And then, man, I struggled with this one. Center was – 13 center was the hardest pick that I had to make. I had four guys who I could pick here. I had uh, DeMarcus Cousins, despite not having a lot of games. Uh, you know, being great. Just, just, He had a great season despite only playing 48 games. Uh, I had um, Steven Adams. I love the way he's played all season long. Andre Drummond has, has played great uh, for them. Uh, he's stepped up his game exponentially. Mm. Uh, I think he's another guy who we nope. consider who we could throw into the category of most improved player, but the guy that ended up going up going with is Nikola Jokic. Uh, the dude Ooh. has just been so good for Denver. Um, he averages more assists than any center in the league. Uh, he's got 18 plus points a game. Um, I ended up, it really ended up being like a, 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 I narrowed it down to him and, and March's Cousins. Um, Jokic has a better field goal percentage. He has a better free throw percentage. He has a better three-point percentage. He has less turnovers, by by a large margin, has less turnovers. Um, and he has more assists, uh, you know, and way more games played. Uh, so given all of those factors, I ended up going with Nikola Jokic. Uh, he ended up being my third-team center. Uh, so uh anyway, Luke, who you at.
3: Alright, so my third team I try to stick true to just position wise this time. I do have another one if I could just not not choose a position, so I'm in uh so my first one is I'm going Kyrie and then I go Oladipo. I go uh Jimmy Butler at the four is where you guys yep. are going to probably murder me, but I'm just going to stick with it. I'm just going to no. keep it going. Al Horford as the power forward, <laughs> and Carl Anthony Towns is my center. I'm just – well I know his do stats don't say it, but I'm just sticking with – I mean, dude, Hor- Horford <laughs> just had a phenomenal season, man. I mean, what do you no, – I mean, said, stats – just look at stats. So and you've got to look at the only player that hasn't got injured for the Celtics and has meant oh, so much for that team. Everyone else has been injured. You take out a Horford, I mean, Celtics are definitely not there. I mean, you think you mean so much more. He's almost like Brad Stevens out there for him. You can understand that. <laughs> he understands the system and all that. But now, now if I'm throwing that out, I'm not going. I'm going to put Paul George over Horford and would have Butler, Paul George, and Collins in town. But if I'm, I just want to kind of stick true to positions with my third team. So I went with Horford at sure. the power forward because just everything – that he's meant for the Celtics. Like it's just, yeah, his stats don't show it, but I feel like his stats don't have to really prove what he's meant. And he's an uh, he's an NBA All Team player in my mind. Hey
1: man, you're you're, you're preaching in the choir because you know I'm a Hawks fan. I saw him play for us for years. Uh, he always uh, his value is always more than what his stats show. So I get you there. Um, and you want to put in third team? I'm fine with that. You didn't put in first or second team, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crucify you on that one. Uh, Joel, your third team All NBA.
0: Okay, my third team All NBA is a little different than the other. It's just a little out there, but I think I needed to switch it up, and I trust these guys. So, my 13 consists of, are you ready for this? Mm, <laughs> Donovan maybe. Mitchell, Ben nice. Simmons, Jimmy yeah. Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, and Joel Embiid. That's my 13.
1: <laughs> oh, you put, you put Carl at the fourth.
0: Yes, I That's did. Strange. Cause he can play the fourth.
1: He can't play the fourth? No, no. Uh,
0: he doesn't, but he, he can. can. Um. Not anymore. Because <laughs> since he's got, since, uh, what's his name? Since they got, um, what's his name? can't remember his name right now.
1: Powerful,
0: what's his name? Taj Gibson? Taj Gibson. Since they got Taj Gibson, he's been more of five. Uh, I don't believe he ever actually was the five when he played with, um, um. I can't remember his name. No, Ding. Dang. I don't think Ding's a four. Luol Deng. Oh, Gorgie
1: Ding. Yeah, not Dang. Gorgie Ding, yeah. Yeah, Gorgie
0: Ding. That was all last year. Uh, four. yeah.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't agree with slotting Carl Anthony Towns at the at the four, but I'm glad that we all got Carl Anthony Towns on there, especially since I ended up being high enough on him to put him on my first team. Um, it like I said, like I mean, I already made my case for him for first team, but I'm glad that we at least all got him on there. Uh, you know, on on on. You know our our first, team. second, or thirteen <laughs> ballots. Um, it, what it, it, run it by me again? What were your two guards? Was it was it Ben Simmons and 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 Donovan Mitchell?
0: Yes, it was.
1: <laughs> God damn, son. Um, well, I mean that makes if, up for whoever loses the rookie. Here's year. the thing. <laughs> I was gonna say. Here's the thing. If you're taking injuries and and games played like ultra seriously. I could see that. Like, I am I chose not to do that, but if you yeah. are doing that, yeah. I, 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 had, you
0: know. I, I definitely snubbed uh, a couple guys, like Steph Curry <laughs> and uh, yeah. Debo
1: and stuff. Yeah, yeah I can't but, believe uh, you stole a That's just ridiculous that you snubbed a Yeah, I just did. Um, yeah, he's got I his cool like player he got something. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, there you go. That, that's 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 your best case. Um, yeah, just general thoughts on uh, anything that we've gone over so far, Luke. Uh, but be quick about it because we do have to move into our other categories.
3: Oh no, I just love the the two picks of the two rookies. that just they don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are great. I think they have their own NBA All Teams that they'll get glorified for. But they're just other uh, people. You uh, can't nope, Kyrie. Nope. Oladipo, just see, all I, these, I, I even Butler. Do you want to sign him at the two? Kyrie, it's just had... a, lo- a lot of people, but don't I get don't me know. wrong. I, I do like it, but, I mean, I had Horford, so, I mean, we can all have bold picks, but that yeah. cracked me up right exactly. now, a little bit. Exactly,
0: exactly. Well,
1: I, I have Kyrie and, I, and had, I have Butler. I had Nikola Jokic, <laughs> so I, I, I yeah, was I an outlier no on that one. Yeah. I
0: completely forgot about
1: that one. Dude, I just, I mean, when, again, when I, when I boiled it down to it, I mean, he's just – He's the best passing center in the game. And yeah. granted, I get he yeah. doesn't play yeah. any – he doesn't play a lickety sense. Um, but he's really good on the offensive end, and, and that's what ended up kind of sealing the deal yeah. for me. All right, let's get, in, let's get into first all-team defense. Um, I got Chris Paul, Victor Oladipo as my guards, Paul George, Anthony Davis as my forwards, and Rudy Gobert as my center. Uh, Luke, who do you got?
3: Oh, man. Okay, so I got a little something different. I got DeJounte Murray as my guard. I got Victor Oladipo as my my shooting guard. I've got – I'm, I'm going to go with Paul George. I, there was a lot of a Butler and some other people that I wanted to put there. Power forward, I'm going with um, – Paul George
1: has played more games and he's got better stats. Like, you, you can't
3: yeah. give it to Butler there. Yeah. Yeah, that that's why. And, and Butler could be at the two guard, too, so that's why. And then right. um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Anthony Davis as yep. my power forward because he played majority of the year at the power forward. He just slotted yep. down when Cousin he is a power forward. And then Rudy Gobert as my center.
1: Okay. Uh, so very, very little difference. The only difference was DeJounte Murray. Uh, and I I actually admire that pick. I don't agree with it, but I admire it because he has been great defensively for that team this year. Uh, Joel, who you got? I got
0: the same guys you got. (laughs) Chris Paul, Victor Alavito, Paul George, Anthony Davis, and Rudy Goldbert. Yeah, those are my my, uh, first – yeah, those are my guys.
1: Well, there we go. The only – the only outlier we got is Dejounte Murray. All right, let's let's go to second second team all defense, and then we'll kind of like recap on all defense before we move on to all rookie. Um, I got Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has been great hmm. defensively, uh, and he deserves a nod on the all defense team. Uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's stats don't really allude to how good of a defender he is. Uh, but we all know how good of – if you watch basketball, you know how good of a defender he is, so he's my second guard. Um, Jimmy Butler, uh, he's got to be on that list. He's so good. I thought about going Kevin Durant, but I couldn't because Jimmy Butler's just the better defender. Kevin Durant takes advantage of so much off-ball stuff um, and, 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 like, gets stats – off ball, and so you want me to watch, you know, the games and not be a blog boy. So I watch the games and not be a blog boy. So i I got Jimmy Butler over you, bro, uh, and then Draymond Green uh, as as my uh, last uh, forward position. Um, his stats actually don't translate that great either. He he really hasn't had great stats this year, but we all know you watch those games. He guards. Um, he and Clay Thompson are the defensive anchors of that team, they guard the best players on any given team depending on who they are Um, and and he means so much to that team defensively Uh, and then Joel Embiid Joel Embiid, he's been so terrific defensively uh, for the Sixers Um, so that is my squad second team all defense Uh, Joel, who you got?
0: Second team on defense, I got Marcus Smart, Clay Thompson,
1: Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler, Giannis
0: Antetokounmpo, and Joel. Okay.
1: Ah, okay. No, I, I – hey, first things first, I don't fault you for not picking Draymond because uh, he is – like, I mean, his stats have not been good this year. Um, He – I just – I I feel like his impact is is worth more than what his stats provide. Sort of like an Al Horford thing, because um, I do agree with Luke in that sense. Like, I mean, I didn't have him, uh, you know, in, in in like first, second, third, whatever team All NBA. But like Al Horford is better than what his stats tell you um, on on right. paper. If you watch a game, like he is way better than what his stats um, uh, indicate. And I kind of feel like Draymond Green is that you, So that's why. I, I put him in there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Mark's a smart. Um, my only, only knock against Smart is he's, he's a bench player, uh, and he only played 54 games, uh, so I, I, I couldn't put him over Simmons. I really went back and forth between Simmons, Thompson, and Smart, and I had to go with Simmons and Thompson in the end. Uh, but, Luke, who are your guys?
3: Uh, so, um at point guard, I'm going to go with CP3. I kind of contemplate between Simmons and Drew Holiday right there. I think Drew Holiday's having a great defense today, But Chris sure. just is is just and, – and then having him on the first. So, Chris Fall, um, shooting guard, Jimmy Butler. I'm going to thought I just thought him at the two guard because it's him and Oladipo have had a lot, even though he could be a, your forward. Uh, Ford is going to maybe surprise you, but I'm going to look Robert Covington. Oh, I like I, know you it. Said, I, like it. I know you said Devin Simmons wow. means a lot, but Robert Covington is—if you really he's, watch that team—he is that anchor behind Joel and like. He's they are great. your defensive players. Like I like him and Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant's having a great year, but I just—I'm gonna put Robert Covington just slightly over him, and just think he's <laughs> that, that team being the fourth all like defensive like efficiency and all that I think he has a major I mean they they do have a lot of good defensive players but so I put Robert Covington. Um I hate Draymond Green. I do not think he's the <laughs> especially after you got if you guys need to watch this replay, he literally gets put on the floor by um Donovan Mitchell today. Like Donovan Mitchell breaks his oh, leg like, so I bad remember. that Draymond Green does a full on Superman on the ground? So I could not pick a guy that has done that. I'm going with Al Horford. He just—I mean—very powerful. I'm sticking with. I'm sticking with. He. We. Boston has been the number one defensive efficient team. You've seen so that's many true. injuries. Gordon. Hey. I mean, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, he's your defensive I'm guy. So you lose him. But Kyrie Irving does not play defense. Marcus Smart, you lose. So that's a big defensive guy and all that. And Al Horford's been there a one day one the whole time. Still leaving sure the thing. team in the in defense and then center I'm going to L and B because what Embiid's done just this year is pretty yeah. pretty crazy and his team, like I said, like we all said, it's he's they're really good. He's a defensive anchor, so that was uh my uh, second all team defense. I I
1: I don't have many qualms with it. Um I have a couple, but not many. Um unfortunately we don't really have time to discuss our qualms. We got to get on to our first team, all rookie team. Uh, for me, guards: Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, fucking obvious. Uh, forwards: Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, fucking obvious. And center: uh, I'm gonna go with Lowry Markinen. I know he's not really a center. Uh, I know he's played a lot more four this year than five, but he's one of the five best rookies, and I. I I had to get him on this team. I had to get him on first-team all-rookie because he deserves it. Uh, So that's my first-team all-rookie. Joel, what's your first-team all-rookie team? Damn it.
0: Crank Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, Laurie Markkinen.
1: All right. Well, looks like we're in agreement there. Uh, So, Luke.
3: Um, I kind of thought with rookie teams, you know, don't stick their team. Two positions, because, you know, you might not have one. So, I didn't really have this. This one didn't really have a center. So, I kind of went with something different. I have Simmons, Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Taylor, the obvious. My surprise one that I slipped in was uh, Bogdan Devo- uh, Bovadovich from Sacramento. I just think he's... Oh, Bogdan. Oh, Bogdan. Uh, yeah.
4: yeah. I didn't even He's think
3: a of lot and for he, any he, of my picks. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's really, I mean he's a draft and sash guy, so this is, like I said, but I just yeah, think he's done a lot yeah. for Sacramento, even though Sacramento sucks he he's done really well I thought about Lonzo Ball going in there, but he's been injured, so that's why I put the slight edge over Bogdan. If we we're going to stick to centers like you guys, I'd probably put Mark in, but I just think Bogdan with a Rookie of the Year class you don't really need to like, stick to true position, that's why I just put him in my first team.
1: Interesting. Interesting, uh, second team all rookie. Uh, I, I have. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm like, I, I'm kind of regretting. I'm, I mean, I'm going to stick with my team, but I, I'm kind of regretting that I didn't put him on there at all. Like Bogdan Bogdanovich has been great for them. Um, he, he flies so far under the radar because he plays in Sacramento. Like <laughs> it yep. sucks. Um, but uh, my second all rookie team. Uh, is uh, guards Jenna Smith Jr. and Lonzo Ball. Uh, Forwards Josh Jackson and OG Ananobi. uh, And uh, center, uh, I'm going to go with John Collins. Uh, Again, not really a true center, um, but better than, like, I I really lined up uh, the minutes played, the stats, and everything else between him, um, Jared Allen, who was my other uh, other contestant for first center, um, and um, uh, the 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 cat in Miami, um, Bam Adebayo, Bam. Uh, and John Collins is better than both of those guys, like statistically this season. Um, so I ended up going with him as the center, even though he he. He'd, Again, just like Laurie Markkinen plays the majority of his minutes at the four, uh, but nevertheless, like, it was more important to me to get the the best guys on there. If I had to kind of fudge a little bit, I I, I just did. Um, But, Joel, who you got?
0: Mine is uh, Dennis La Alonzo Ball, Josh Jackson, (laughs) John Collins,
1: uh,
0: and Bam Adebayo. Those are my uh, oh nice.
1: So you got above, him above. Uh, you got him above OG. I
0: do. I do.
1: Yeah,
0: I like I OG. My thing... I, I just see more from John.
1: <laughs> from Bam. yeah. No, I mean, I, I. Well, I, well and John for your pick, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you and John. Uh, my base thing was that on OG. I mean, he he he's starting for that team. He doesn't finish yeah. for him. Um, and, and his stats are not great, but, but, like, he's quintessential kind of what that, that team does. And that's why I, I felt like I had to include him. Um, but, no, I, I, I feel you. I feel you in your picks. I like him. Um, because I think Bam Adebayo definitely deserves um, some fucking credit because he's right. played great. Um, and and if, right. the thing is, if Whiteside hadn't been there, He'd be, he would probably be first-team center uh, because he's, he's good enough to be that. He just had not had the opportunity because he's had both Whiteside and Ol- Olenek playing in front of him. Uh, right. But anyway, Luke, who you got?
3: All right, I got Markman, OG, John Collins, Dennis Smith Jr., and Lonzo Ball. My guards, I think. Uh, Collin's having a phenomenal year. For the Hawks, great pick. I mean, that's just a lot. He's very b- bouncy. Dennis Smith slipped all the way. Ball means a lot to the team, even though he's been injured. He's meant a lot to the Lakers. You could definitely tell how they play around him. Like you said about OG starts, and then Markin is just very surprising how well he's shot the three and everything, and just played really up. So,
1: yeah. No, I mean. I, I I mean, I think we kind of all revolve around the same pick. It's just a matter of how we uh, kind of differentiate between, uh, you know, what rules we want to bend, basically. <laughs> and that's been the case throughout uh, most of this uh, uh, all-NBA teams. Uh, but this has been fun, fellas. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, uh, I, I'm glad that we had the opportunity to break down all of our picks uh, here. Uh, we're going to be back on Thursday. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the entire playoff picture. Luke and I will be uh, breaking down our, our top picks uh, for the lottery. Uh, the, the, basically, the teams are, are, are going to be set in stone as far as what we have. So it's gonna be very fun. Luke and I will be breaking those down. Uh so join us then. Until then, peace. Peace,
3: peace y'all.